Crow Wheel here. Today we review a Maybach and do a 5 for 5. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill. Good evening, Pigweed. Good evening, Crowhill. So what's on your mind today? You know what time it is. Uh, five for five. five Sometimes for five. you got too many topics and too little time, yes. and so you just got to pick. Got to you, you, you got to clear the docket. You yes. got to say, okay, these are not going to get their forty-minute treatment. Uh, we're just going to knock out five topics, five minutes each. Okay, let's get to the clock here. And, uh, to uh, hold on, hold on, not till, not till I drink this beer. Oh, that's right. Get we're a taste we're of we're it anyway. Start doing some, do you some, mind? We're going to do a beer review before we do the five for five. So we've got, say we have Young Buck from Schlussel. No, I'm sorry, Key Brewing Company, but it's the Schlussel series. Yeah, I don't know what that, I don't I don't know know how that, that means. Works, but uh, yeah, Key Brewing, which Key is Brewing, uh, right, right up the road. More? Yeah. All right, so since it's a, um, a Maybach, it has a goat on it. Yeah. Every Bach has a goat. Look for it. Yeah. Check it out. Check us out. I'm not sure you don't, what the you don't believe us? Is, go, but, yeah, uh, find it. Every Bach has a goat. And it has to do with, in Germany, it sounds like goat or something The like same that. word is yeah. for... So the Maybach is, is a light-colored Bach. It's a pale, pale Bach. And it's supposed to be a little bready. And not terribly hoppy and not terribly bitter. No, so it's right. It's light in color. It's low in IBUs. Uh, it's uh, mid-range uh, alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's brewed in the spring. It's a lager. Mm-hmm. And it's brewed in the spring, right? Because it's that's what Maybach means, right? right? It's brewed in I May. Mean, right? May is May. Yeah. And this uh, this tastes delightful. It's not. Nothing really Ooh. jumps out at you, but it's got a slight, slight malty character to it. Yes, and the care and the maltiness is what I, what I think of when people use the term bready. Because mm-hmm. uh, there are other malts that don't that malt, malt, there's other malty flavors that don't taste like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's terrific. I mean, I mean, I've never I don't really have the situation to do to do much lagering. But uh, well, you've got your lagering. Stick. I can do some lagering, yeah. Maybe maybe this would be an attempt. There you uh, go. What do you think? A Maybach, sure. Yeah, why not? It's uh, still technically spring. <laughs> yeah, not quite May, but yeah, we can we can figure something out. I like this. This is this is uh very drinkable. Right. It's not not the hop bomb that you get from a lot of things nowadays, and it's not overly sweet. Very nice. But it's got a nice, but it's got a little extra sum. What would you say? Six six percent? Yeah. Six plus. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah, okay, so five for five. Ready? Here we go. Okay, the Wuhan virus theory. <laughs> I did not realize that this was even a concern. Yeah. I thought it was understood that there's a, vi- there's a, there's a virology lab in a town where they find no, a no, virus. No, not just a virology lab. A lab that focuses on coronaviruses. <laughs> right, so I thought the... The caution was, look, we don't have 100% of the facts, so we can't, you know, definitively say, mostly because China is opaque and they're a bunch of liars. Mm-hmm. So do we have 100% evidence? No. But do you have two eyes and a brain? Can you put two and two together and get four? I thought everybody, that we were just like, well, we don't want to. I didn't realize until that it was considered a crazy conspiracy theory. 
You know why? Where, where does that come from? Well, well actually, I, I do know. Go ahead. Yes, it comes entirely from Trump derangement syndrome. Entirely. It's like Trump said it, therefore it must be opposed, therefore it must be wrong. Exactly. And yeah. so, uh, finally, and, and there's, there, this could be its own show. The number of things that, that people blew their minds with when, when Trump said it are now realizing, yeah, maybe that wasn't so stupid. Mm -hmm. Exposing the fact that it's all just TDS. Now, he said plenty of stupid things. So yeah. There's nothing, no, no question about that. But but the, but, but the knee-jerk reaction Yes, the knee-jerk reaction was Trump said it, therefore it's racist and awful and wrong. How about, yeah, the, the, right. So Trump is, is, is Trump's warp speed team yeah. is about to get launch a vaccine in unprecedented speed, and we have people on the left going, I'm not sure I'm going to take that. I know. Cause well, what, what do you, because you think Trump developed it in his basement by himself? <laughs> right. To, to harm people? Or, or, or is it just this, your stupid knee-jerk reaction? So this is my, my, my analogy. I'm going, all right, say there's a rattlesnake farm in Maine where there are no rattlesnakes, and someone six blocks away <laughs> is bit by a rattlesnake, and the authorities come out there and go, Clearly what happened here was someone was on vacation in another state where a rattlesnake got into the bumper and drove back. <laughs> and then you go, uh, wait a what minute, is wait it, what a about minute. the rattlesnake farm? No, no, no. We already asked them and they said this, this, they said it's perfectly secure. They said they're all technically They already counted all, all, all of them. All hundred rattlesnakes have so, been accounted for. They yeah, but not... doesn't it make more sense? Stop it, crazy person. <laughs> what do you think? So, so th that's, that's one side of the story which is just the idiocy of neglecting or, or, or I mean, re rejecting the, the concept. The other side of the story is just the, the Stalinist tactics that were used against anybody who suggested that maybe the, this thing did come from the... It was like they got shut down. They weren't allowed to say that. It was, they, and you could boot it off of YouTube, Exactly. Probably. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter would, would like... Cancel your accounts if you even said it. Who's, what are you basing this on? I mean, I, I don't know a lot about genomes and virology, uh, uh, but did, did, did somebody say, due to these genetic markers, and there's, uh, I mean, I guess there's some talk like that. Yeah. Oh, so I was listening to Brett Weinstein, who's a uh, evolutionary... PhD bi evolutionary uh, biologist, biologist yeah. right? So, not a virologist, but, you know, he understands how organisms develop. He says, he says there are two separate tricks here. Like, in the bird flu... Occasionally, it will leap from species to human being. Okay. And that's rare. Yeah. The second trick is that it would then go from human being to human being. Okay. He says, he, he, he says it's just, just based on those two things, it seems very unlikely that it would simultaneously learn both of these tricks. That's why it looks like there was some sort of human manipulation. And, My and God, what, what, how was... What, what did he... And what the whole... Uh, lab was working on was was this uh, what's it called where they where they try to figure out how to make it more a uh, gain of function they were doing all oh, this no, actually of, I've never understood that term what is that so I think gain of function gain of function research was figuring out how to make viruses more virulent which is kind of a weird word yeah. you know, making more like viruses um, how, how, to yeah. make, how to how to make viruses more virulent so they would explore different ways to make them do those things. Yeah. Here you have a lab that's focusing on, <laughs> on, on trying to figure out how to make viruses that will jump from here to here to here. And all of a sudden, wow, we have a virus that jumps from here to here to here. Hmm. Ha! I, I, yeah. I, I don't understand how it ever became... Oh, oh. 
a controversy. Except for uh, unless except for the people that that deliberately want to cover for China, but does everybody on the left want to cover? Well, I guess it's, if, it's if, a if combination. Have, if you have to choose between China and Trump, and you're on the left. Well, you, you, apparently, apparently you go for Trump. All right, that's the end of our time for that one. All right, next one, Zoom. Now, what, what the heck do we have to talk about Zoom? Yes, I know. So, so Zoom, uh, boy, why didn't I buy stock in Zoom? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so Zoom became, in virus world, coronavirus land. The only way to meet with people was Zoom, Google Meet, and... Uh, yeah, Microsoft uh, Teams or uh, all that, yeah. Right, You're at, at meeting, whatever. So, it became the new way of life. So, let's talk about aspects of that and whether or not these as, this, this Zoom world, to what degree will the Zoom world still linger on post-pandemic? Right. So, one of the things I saw was interviews on Zoom. Like, you're doing a job interview, and instead wow. of being able to go into the, into the shop, you... Uh, do this interview on Zoom. And one thing that apparently has become common is for the interviewer, interviewer to ask the interviewee to stand up to see if they're wearing pants. Ah! Because, because then you, when you're in a Zoom meeting, everybody sees you from like maybe the belly button up or something like that. And the, the idea is well, you know, you, maybe you're not wearing pants. Maybe you're wearing pajama bottoms. Maybe you're wearing... Okay. And what, 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 what would that tell the, the, the employer It should tell the... them nothing, is my, in my opinion. Okay. It should tell them nothing. Like, okay, let's say I know that I'm going to have a phone call at a certain time. Yeah. Do I care what I'm wearing for the phone call? No, it's a phone call. Right. You're, you're being as appropriate as the situation calls for. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the whole idea... That you should have to dress all the way down to your shoes for a situation where you're only being looked at from the waist up, or not even the waist up. Yeah. That 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 to me, if somebody, if I was in an interview and somebody asked me that, right. I would just say interview over, and I don't want, I don't want to work for you. <laughs> Good you know, point. I mean, because like that's so totally inappropriate right. to do that. All right, so that's only one aspect. All right, well, there's a, this is just one thing I know my 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 oh my goodness, my wife was just absolutely groaning about these enor enormous meetings, meetings of of dozens of people. Mm -hmm. Uh and so you've got to go through the whole introduction period and then they suggested that everyone give their pronouns as they introduce oh themselves. My gosh. It's like are we really doing this? Yeah. The, the whole idea of having your pronouns, just, to me, it is so narcissistic. And look, do, I, do I get to have my adverbs? And, and on a Zoom meeting, maybe if you're in the same room, it's possible that someone might refer to you with your pronoun. In a Zoom meeting, you're only going to call a person by their name. I know. So who cares? What do you mean? I know. It, it's, it is such a bunch of virtue signaling nonsense. And it's it's narcissistic. It's virtue signaling. It's absolutely it defies irrelevant. words and grammar because now a singular person wants to be a they. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it is such a bunch so of nonsense. I, but it's the kind of thing I I get on Zoom calls and I see somebody's name and then they have their pronouns afterward. It's like oh my god. If if I ever have to do it, it's going to be Your Majesty, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Magnus, yeah. Maximus, <laughs> Royal Majesty, whatever it is. Okay. Also on the Zoom thing, how about this guy Jeffrey Tubin? <laughs> yeah, yes. 
that, you know, you should know, one thing you should know is if you're on camera or not. And don't, can't you see your own face in the upper right-hand yes, corner? Yes, yes. So you know when other people are seeing you. Uh, so even if you clearly nobody was seeing you, there's still certain behavior that doesn't need to be taking place during a meeting. Exactly. I, exactly. Can't you wait? <laughs> what I mean, did he do? On. Exactly. What did he do exactly? He yeah. was... He was uh, Spanking the monkey, <laughs> and he, yeah, and he's a CNN guy. Yeah, right. And uh, and, and so what? They, uh, they 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 sent him off to pasture, probably with pay for a few weeks. And, and then he's and, back now. <laughs> like, what photos does this guy have that after doing that he gets to come back and have have the job? So, um, in terms of productivity, so uh, we have a friend who works in big, big, big money insurance, mm-hmm. but everybody who runs the show is our age and older so they're not as technically savvy or or as inclined to do zoom type stuff and yeah. he, he said you know that this really pushed them into that yeah because in his business i mean you don't just call somebody up you 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 show you make an appointment you yeah. show up you take them to lunch right. you wear a nice suit you're properly groomed and that's how you make a proper presentation. Right. So I'm like, well, how, productivity-wise, how did this work out for you? He says, oh, pretty darn good. Yeah. So my question is, was it a reasonable substitute, or will it be the new way no. for guys like that? Or, or those guys be like, look, you still, you get on a car you, I mean, you get, or a plane, and you go and you meet the guy and you make a personal presentation. My prediction is that in the short term, people are going to try to push the no plane, no travel sort of thing. And then in the, in the midterm, they're going to realize this really doesn't work. I think they're going to go back or to the way they work. Or one guy, one guy, his competitor will be the guy that shows exactly. up. Exactly. And, and, and once they lose that business. Yes. yes. They, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, time's up on that one. All right. So... Sobriety checkpoint. So I'm working. I work with a guy who says that he got stopped in, uh, in Montgomery County mm-hmm. at a sobriety checkpoint, and he was sober. Mm-hmm. He says he cracked the window down about two inches and said, uh, "I would prefer not to answer any questions or take any kind of a test." And sober is the way to. Well, that's that the way you do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it does. But it's a, it's a test case for exactly. the time when you're not sober. Yes. Because the only exception would be if you could actually smell booze on you would give him a, a little bit more of a legal. But let's just let me let me go back. He says he says he says I've watched uh, I've watched videos on this. Yeah. And they really can't do it. Specific to Maryland. Yeah. He says that they don't have any authority. Yeah. To do any to to do anything. Because otherwise he, he, said, he to... sat around for about ten minutes mm-hmm. and they chit chatted between themselves and who knows, they might have called a supervisor or whatever, but he refused to budge. Mm-hmm. And he says they finally just let him go. Yeah. Well well, I think they would have to. Because otherwise how can they assume that you're guilty? How can they force you to take a test? Well this is my question about the All you're whole, doing is driving around. About the yes, about the checkpoint itself. Right is to me a presumption of guilt where you, whereby you are forced to prove your innocence. Yeah. And I'm not sh- I still don't f- can't figure out why there hasn't have not been stronger legal challenges right to the sobriety checkpoint. And and we are not in any way promoting drunk driving or anything like that in raising this issue. We're just saying like 
it's an interesting constitutional question. It's an interesting legal question. Yes, and now you've, you've, you've in, inconvenienced thousands of people right. in the hope to you know get one a guy blowing up point oh six or right. whatever. And why can't why can't you just focus on how well they're driving, right? Like if somebody's swerving, fine. There's your probable over, cause. Exactly. You don't have any probable cause to close down the entire street. Yeah. And check everybody that comes through. That's right. How about how about if they're they're worried about people having concealed weapons and they just say everybody who walks down the street has to stop and be frisked? How about that? I don't know why that's any different. I don't know why. It's and any I'm sure it's, it's 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 constitutionally uh, impossible to, to you know to. But it hasn't been challenged, and that's the that's the well, thing. Well, that's, that's what I'm wondering. Weird. Do you yeah. think it hasn't been challenged? Because, like I said, this guy, this guy, seen all of these, uh, you know, lawyer promoted videos right. about what the law is and what you're allowed, to, you know, what, and how you should handle this situation. And, like I said, I get, I guess, yeah, I I got stopped. I've been stopped twice, late at night, and both times, one. I used to work till late at night, yep. so I was sober. And the other one, uh, I was at my girlfriend's, was at bartender, mm-hmm. drank all night, but she didn't, and so mm-hmm. she was driving. But the time, but the first time, I was like, uh, you know, I mean, this is this seems like this is BS. Yeah, and he's, and, and he's like, right. well, do you think that the ninety two hundred people being killed by drug drugs? I'm like, I don't, I don't it's like that's well, not my well, problem. Yes, now, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. What, 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 yeah, because something bad happens. <laughs> all of a sudden, that means you, you know, get to do whatever you, you want. To do. Exactly, right. All of a sudden, privacy is gone. You can do whatever you want because, uh, okay, yes, it's horrible that people die from drunk driving and. You shouldn't drive if you're drunk. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we that, have, it's that already does, a law. That, exactly, it's already a law. That does not mean that you can just harass innocent people and stop everybody and ask them these questions. That's that's, that's just wrong. Because what's it going to be next? Oh, sorry, can I look in your trunk? You know? Uh, I said make sure you don't have any dead bodies. Uh, we're checking all, all trunks for right. dead bodies. <laughs> let's, let's, let's say that this was done down in Texas. Let's say that they, they had a, a checkpoint. And they checked every car to see if they had illegal immigrants in the trunk of the car. That would oh. be in the Supreme Court in a minute. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, we have a serious uh, legal smuggling problem down here. Right. So we are just going to randomly check all vehicles. Right. Which seems okay. That, right. That, but but no, you can't do that. Right. You, you can't go around that. Was it the Fourth Amendment search and seizure? Um, yeah, although, uh, hold on, because <laughs> actually, that very thing did happen to me in Texas. Uh, so I'm driving back from uh, Mexico in the United States. Mm-hmm. Finally, driving all, you know, it's nighttime. We get through the, finally, it takes forever to get through the border. And we're about 20 miles up. And, they stopped uh, you to see if you had any, any Mexicans uh, in just your truck. A, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. They pulled you over, and they just said, uh, so, uh, where are you going? Who's that? Who's in, who's in the car? That's my brother. That's my, that's my son. Uh, uh, you know, obviously I was an American, and uh, so... Uh, but they probably yeah. shouldn't have even done that. I know. I, yeah. I, I, I read, yeah, I, I'm, I'm wondering, sort of, in, with, with this same question in mind, on what right. grounds... You can just have uh, random check, stops. Checkpoint Charlie. Yeah, exactly. That's what it sounds like. Checkpoint Charlie. Okay, that's it for that five-minute session. All right, vaccine. So the question here is: 
people who avoid getting the vaccine. Now, both of us have been vaccinated. We are not anti-vaccination people. Or we, have we? <laughs> yeah, don't, None don't, of your business. Don't misunderstand this. So, but yes. But the question is, people who decide not to get the vaccine, there's this, there's this ethos, there's this attitude. That are they awful? Are they crazy? Are they, crazy? are they conspiratory monsters? Are they threatening everybody else's lives? Right, exactly. There's this attitude that people who decide for whatever reason not to get the vaccine are somehow messed up people. But there are perfectly legitimate reasons for a person to avoid getting the vaccine. Let's say, for example, that you've already had COVID. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and so normally... Now, it is possible to get COVID twice. I understand that. I understand that if you get it once, you can possibly get it again. Okay. But we have this thing called an immune system. And when you get something... Has, everybody, has anybody ever died on the second COVID? I don't know. That's a good question. Right? Because That's who cares question. if you... Uh, it's, like, it's, it's like the flu. It's like, I don't want to get it seven times a year. But if I did, you know, uh, didn't die from it. So the, only, the, the, the issue isn't getting it. Who cares how many times you get it? Bill Moore apparently... <laughs> has already been vaccinated and tested positive, but he says he feels 100% fine. So, all right, so what? So what? who cares if, you, if you've been tested positive a right. second time yeah. if you're not sick right. or, or so, killing anyone? So then yeah. also, if you, look, if you look at the tables, like how the virus affects people at different age groups, if you're like 21 and healthy, that, you know, your risk from COVID is really, really small. And... I saw a family today, mom, young kids, outside, only with each other, far from any other human beings, and all the kids are fully masked, walking yeah, down. What, what are there, you doing? There's a, there's a certain level of of Just, insanity, paranoia about this that it's hard to grasp. All right, back to but, uh, people who don't want vaccines. Yeah, Let's go ahead. So, so, okay, so you don't want to get the vaccine. You're 21, you're healthy, and like you think, okay, what are the risks? On the one hand, I have the risk of actually getting COVID. Um, and my risk of dying from that is like very, very small. I also have the possibility of getting COVID and possibly passing it on to other people. Okay, that's that's fair. It's yeah. a reasonable risk to consider. I also have the risk of taking this vaccine that was rushed through. Yeah. Right? Now, I mean, I took it yeah. um, because I just thought it was the right thing to do. But... I can understand somebody weighing all those different risks and saying, you know, I'm going to take my chances. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got it because uh, I've, I see a lot of signs that say, uh, in this store, you, you don't, fully vaccinated people do not have to wear masks. And I don't want to be a liar and say, uh, I don't exactly. want to wear, I'm sick, I'm not wearing the stupid mask. And I don't want to say, yeah, I've, uh, yeah I'm vaccinated when I'm not. So, got the exactly. damn vaccine, now I can just say, guess what? All if you, anybody things, wants to say anything, say anything you wear, you, you vaccinated, you wear the mask. Yeah. I am. Shut up. All other things being equal, I would not have gotten it, to tell uh, you the truth. Uh -huh. The reason I got it was because both professionally and personally, there are things that I want to do that are going to require you to be vaccinated. Like, But how, what can you? But who is allowed to actually ask? Can your employer require? Yeah. So you know that Mrs. Crowhill and I are involved in this uh dance we we do a lot of dancing and there are a lot of events not lately well, we, a year. We, actually we just had a dance event last sunday fantastic yeah Good exactly for you. Yeah. glad to hear you're so, back so um 
So there were, little dance legs. It was all good. All right, good. I was surprised how much I remember. <laughs> I, was, I was afraid I would forget everything about the dance. Anyway, so there are a lot of events that we would like to go to, dancing events, and they're going to say, you know, if you, you can only come if you're vaccinated, show your card. Okay? So, so okay, doggone it, fine, I'll get the stupid vaccine. Or how about a conference? I want to go I'll to a conference. I'll show you a darn card, but I'm not a liar. So yeah. that's what you get. <laughs> exactly. How about I want to go to an industry conference? And to cover their butt, and I understand why they would do this, they want to say you can only come if you're vaccinated. Big Weed here. We love receiving comments from our listeners, and so if you have something to contribute, comment, disagree, we'd love to hear it. We can be reached at bigweedshow at gmail.com. Just called Pigweed, but Crow Hill will listen to it. Well, what if? How about if I have a, a swim club pool and I say you have to prove that you don't have AIDS in order to come swim in my pool? That would go to the Supreme Court. Yeah. So what's up? What's the difference yeah, with that? I know it. it the, the, there is no, there is no consistency. You cannot have you cannot stuff. have tuberculosis and come to my movie yeah. theater. Prove to me you don't have tuberculosis. Well, but yes, very very true. But what we're what we're trying to say is, on, on this particular topic is. Someone who decides not to get the vaccine is not necessarily is not necessarily a dangerous kook. They might have rational reasons for not wanting to get the vaccine. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's it for that one. Now the next one is a combination. This is a weird one because we're doing a combination man of the week and five for five at the same time, (laughs) which is which is a first. Blow your mind. Yes. Right. It's the Supreme Court is our man of the week, uh, which they revealed today about uh, six hours ago, a 9-0 ruling. Mm-hmm. You don't get 9-0 no. very often, no. and, th- and especially with the, if the topic is same-sex su- same couples. As soon as yeah. you hear same-sex couples, you're going, all right, there's going to be a split here for sure. Right. And how did we get nine zero? And especially Catholics. Although, let's talk about this. How many how many Protestants are on the Supreme Court? Oh, uh, good question. Zero. Yeah. Jews and Catholics. Jews and Catholics. All nine. Oh no. How about how about about the new one? Amy Barrett. She's Catholic, right? Oh, you know, I don't know. I think. Well, if she is, then it's then it's oh for nine. Anyway, so uh, and uh, so the court. What is the what is, so? What is here's the issue. Here's the issue. So, so there have been a lot of. This is uh, going to be more than five minutes because we're doing both. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Man for so, man, man of man, and all right. Uh, so, this, so historically, there have been a lot of Catholic organizations that work to help uh, foster, uh, helping kids get into foster families. And, foster and, families, and I'm sure do, and do a lot of other things where yes. you get government contracts to do yes. whatever. So yes. there's lots of religious organizations get government contracts to do things that the government doesn't really yes. want to do itself. And, right. and yes. And, right, and probably, probably running uh, drug clinics, you know, things like that. Sure. So, so they're, trying to get, they're trying to get kids who have no other better option into a family, which is a great thing. It's a great service to society, and so the the cities and the states. So is it adoption or them. this is foster? This okay. is foster. So they so they're they're trying to these Catholic organizations and other organizations are helping to get kids into foster homes, which is a fantastic thing. Yeah. Now, a lot of the Catholic 
or other religious organizations say, we don't want to put children into homes with same-sex couples. Okay. Right? Okay. So they, they said, well, fine, we'll put kids into into families with a mom and a dad. We won't put kids into a family with a mom and a mom or a dad. And you've and got dad. other contracts with other people who will do that. And go ahead. Right. We're just not going to do that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the argument against that was, wait a minute, the state has standards saying that you can't here, discriminate. Here, let, let me read this here. Yeah. So this is what Philadelphia's lawyers say. Mm -hmm. They say that the Catholic Church... Uh, no, no, lawyers for the city, right? That the, the, the Catholic, Catholic Social Services lacks a constitutional right to demand that DHS offer it a contract that omits the same non-discrimination requirement for every other FFCA that every other FFCA must follow when performing services for the city. So, so in order to get a contract, you sign this non-discrimination clause. And they're saying, why does Catholic Services get to opt out of this non-discrimination clause? And it's, it's discriminating against a group of people on sexual orientation who have already, it's already been established, right? It's already a, a federal law that you cannot discriminate based on sexual orientation. Right. So why are they not on firm ground? Wasn't, isn't this a clever way to put it? That the Catholic Services lack a constitutional right to demand. Okay. Okay. All right. You're, so, you're, so how, you're seeing this is where the flaw I'm, is? Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this as a bit of a switch here because the Catholic Social Services do have a constitutional right to, to freedom of religion. I see. So, so they already have that right. So now the city of Philadelphia is trying to flip this around and saying, where's your constitutional right to demand this special privilege? No, 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 no that's the wrong way to look at it. I see. It's, they're, they're not making a constitutional demand to, for a special privilege. No, they're saying, I'm sorry, we already have a special privilege constitutionally. It's called the First Amendment. It's called, and the, it's called, yes. the, right to, it's called the freedom of religion. Freedom of religion, that's right. Now, a lot of people are going to try to cast freedom of religion as... That means you have a right to think whatever you want, believe whatever you want in the privacy of your own hearts when you're hiding away in your in your basement. Yeah. But what they what they don't recognize is that freedom of religion doesn't mean just what you think. It also means what you do. Mm, OK, so so for for the Catholic social services to have freedom of religion, they have to be able to act in the world consistent with their religious beliefs. Which is funny because it, 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 you've, you've had this with the last uh, Trump appointees uh, to the Supreme Court mm -hmm. that when they're being challenged, you know, during the, the, the proceedings yeah. beforehand, uh, the, 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 the atheist liberals who don't want them are, are like, so will your views be affected by your religion? Well, yeah, that's. I would what, hope so. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, we need to, we need to be assured that you're being able to set your religion aside when you that it will have no influence whatsoever on how you think or behave or rule or. Let's say, let's say we well, had, let's well, say we well, had well, an openly atheist Supreme Court justice, and somebody said, "Will you be able to set aside your atheism when you uh, like? Really? Are you going to ask?" That? I mean, uh, Sotomayor was like, straight up, she was like. Yes, I'm glad to be here so that I can insert my proud Hispanic. You know what I mean? Like she's bringing her her life experience 
with her. A wise Latina. Yeah, the wise Latina. <laughs> so this is so so what? How, so how does John Roberts sum it up here in, in, in this last? Yeah. Sentence so the here? the refusal of Philadelphia to contract with CSS for the provision of foster care services unless it agrees to certify same-sex couples as foster parents control cannot survive strict scrutiny and violates the First Amendment. And all nine justices agree with that. I, I just is, I I was amazed it went nine zero. Yeah. Uh, and, but I guess because they understand that the, 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 they understand, unlike, uh, uh, Harry, the Brit, that the first amendment is the first amendment for a reason. Yeah. So here's what, here's would be my simple summary of this whole thing. The first amendment guarantees freedom of religion. Nothing guarantees the right to adopt a kid or to foster a kid. There is no, there is no yeah. right in the Constitution to foster a kid, and that's how. And I think that that's what they did. They they tried to phrase this as the uh, to insert constitutional in there to sort of balance those things out, like like the constitutional demand that you agree with me versus. Well, that was never. It was never really in play. Yeah, exactly. It was, uh, it was total made up. And the I. Uh, this is so. This is the next part of this I want to get into. Yeah, is. Uh, that the service that you're providing in the minds of the foster service people is not to make parents happy, right? It's exactly. to serve the kids that need foster care. Exactly. And that they, all of the agencies that are contracted, including these people and everybody else, has to have the children's best interest at heart. Yes. And so in the case uh, of the... Uh, the Catholic social services, in their minds, it is not in the best interest of the child to how to foster them with same-sex couples. Right. So my question is... How do we know? This has been going on long enough that we should have... Some, the research should begin by now. You would think so. That how kids growing up with my two mommies and my two daddies... Right. We have there's enough of a sample size out there. You would think so. It's been going on for decades. You think you'd think there would be studies that would show whether kids are better off in this environment or that environment. Except that you're not allowed to study that. Who who is going to who is this going is to science? Ask? You're allowed to do anything in the pursuit of science, aren't you? I mean, politics doesn't get in the way of science. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? It's no, it's totally not that way. If you were to propose a study. To say, I want to see whether children in same-sex families do as well as children in in uh, yeah, and opposite you, you sex could families. Do, you, you could do what you could do uh, 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 education level. You could do suicide rates. You could do likeliness for drugs and crime. You could do. I mean, right? You could you could do the full metrics of what a, a kid that grows up with same-sex and see where the, see where the numbers come out. Except that. Somebody like the American Psychological Association would say, sorry, you can't do that. You can't study that. We won't allow that because we've already decided what the answer is. We've already decided what the answer is. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even that we are going to study it and then skew the numbers in our way. We don't even want it studied. Do you remember in school when, when we were told how the church would, would uh, say, there's really no reason to decide whether a heavier thing falls faster than a lighter thing, because we already know, because it's just obvious that a heavier thing falls lighter, faster than a lighter thing, right. and and so 
it's just stupid to study that. And we, and we were we were propagandized into the idea that like somehow religion was against the idea of studying these concepts, right? right. Well, the situation we're in nowadays, right, right, is, right, cause that was, right, because that was a very uh, pro-science, anti-ideology yes. worldview, which which I agree with. Do not allow ideology to get in the way of science. Where so are we now, sir? Na now we have another ideology that is absolutely getting in the way of science and saying you can't study these things, you can't ask these questions, you can't even question whether this is a reasonable thing to look at. Because, because the results might hurt somebody's feelings. Because people on Twitter are going to complain <laughs> and make a big fuss and stink and everything else. So, okay, so now we've gone 10 minutes on this five-minute That's topic. okay because it was... Because it was, it was also Man of the Week. It was a double. So our, uh, those are, that's our 505, and the Supreme Court, you get our Man of the Week. Nine well done. To zero. All nine of you. Can you believe it?